Rip it. Whoop. Bop it. Pull it. Twist it. Bop. Twist it. Pull it. Flank it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not a thing. You can hear that ice. Oh, you can hear everything. everything. I guess I'll go thirsty. <laughs> We're not taking a single sip of liquid until this is over. Are we allowed to take pee breaks? Hello and welcome back to the Rigged Recap, the official Dragon podcast where I am joined by two guests that everyone has been clamoring for. Last season, I had the YouTube stars. I had the TikTok stars. I had I had every type of, of drag race content creator you could ever imagine, but I've gotten even better guests lined up for this episode. You want someone who knows drag race from top to bottom, every international franchise, every version, every episode ever i don't have those today but who i do have are my two greatest friends in the entire galaxy abby and brendan one of them has not watched drag race ever but they're here anyway (laughs) so hello guys welcome to the pod i thought it'd be interesting to get some different perspectives you know we have super fans on here all the time but we have a semi-fan and a supporter (laughs) so we'll see how this turns out welcome to the pod we're fans of the Dragon Yeah, right, bitch. Name my last three videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the riggery of rigging. <laughs> the history of rigs. I'm happy to be back. Fun fact. I was on a podcast before. Real fans will know. Season six, All Stars. We did two episodes, right? One. Oh. Yeah. And that podcast is no longer on Spotify, so there's no evidence of it existing. <laughs> But it's whatever. The As fans she said, love some me. would remember. Yeah. A very select few. Very select few. Abby was the guest there. And people loved her and they wanted her back. And so, to what, three years later? Two years later? Here she is. And we have our own Mattymorphosis here with Brendan. Brendan, Mattymorphosis is the only straight queen to ever be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think? We just watched the, the first episode of All-Stars 8. What are your thoughts? Well, first off, let me just say thanks for inviting me to be on, Derek. I'm glad to come out from the bottom of the barrel you scraped me out of to have <laughs> on the show. Well, we had a podcast for like seven oh. episodes we tried to have happen. So we're, we're used to podcasting together. It just kind of felt natural to have you on. Well, it's just great to be here. Now, you asked, what did I think? I was lost. I was confused. You threw me really into how many seasons of this show are there? 90. <laughs> and we started fresh. So... One, I enjoyed it. I was very lost with everything, the pacing and everything like that. But I felt like for somebody just jumping in, I could keep up in some kind of sense. I just kind of sat back and just let everything kind of come to me. Is this truly your very first episode of Drag Race ever? The first start to finish? Yes. I've seen bits and pieces with you guys before. It'd be on the background. It would just kind of be around. I feel like it's a big pop culture thing, so it's hard to like... Avoid it completely. Not that mm-hmm. I'm trying, but it just hasn't really been. <laughs> he said I've, I've gone this long, but whatever. <laughs> and Abby, what's what's your Drag Race journey been like? Well, you got me hooked. All Stars 3 might have been the first season I watched live. Or I mean, like, as it was premiering. But as that was happening, I binged all of the season. I've watched, well, like, up to that point. So I stopped at season 12. That was the last full season that I watched. So you don't know our girlies, Candy Muse and Lala Ree. Candy Muse, I know just from social media. Lala Ree, I don't. Do you know Jimbo? 
You probably you probably didn't watch Canada. Um, I didn't watch or... Canada, but I do know Jimbo. I know of her and her drag. Well, what do you look for in a drag race season? What do your favorite seasons have that is just like that extra little flavor? My favorite seasons of drag race have funny queens, have a little bit of drama. I don't love like huge drama moments. They make me sad. Um, <laughs> but I love the funny queens. I love good looks. But fashion isn't my number one. My number one is humor, and I also like the nice queens. Crystal Method is a top-tier queen for me. Okay. Okay, so that, that's your kind of vibe. Camp, humor, kindness, those three things. Brendan, as someone who's never been to a drag show or watched Drag Race, what do you look for in a drag queen? <laughs> <laughs> Honesty, wholesomeness, personality. You're just... not going to get two of those three. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I was along for the ride. I think I kind of enjoyed what was going around. I was meshing more towards like the humor of things. Mm-hmm. I don't understand fashion. I'm not going to front. Mm-hmm. Uh, t-shirts and flannels are my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, it was interesting. I was getting along with some of the looks. I think along the lines of what Abby would said, uh, a lot of personality and humor can go a long way. But the drama can be fun. I'm not going to lie. What do you look for, drag detective? What's under that microscope? Uh, microscope, you mean a magnifying glass? That's my... Yeah, that's his logo. That's <laughs> under that telescope. I think the, the mash of everything. You need to have the comedy queens. You need to have the fashion queens. You need to have the dramatic queens. And we have all of those on the season. Yes, Abby. Good lip syncs. Yes, and we also got that. Yes. So I think this is a, a great amalgamation of everything that makes Drag Race great. There has been a lot of online discourse about... Half of this cast not really being considered all-stars on Drag Race. And people not really thinking that they deserve a shot. I did a whole video with Matthew Bielak on that. But, Abby, what do you think? You had some thoughts as we were watching. Yeah, um, definitely. There are some queens where you read All-Stars 8 and then you see the queens walk in and you're like, Whoa, all-stars, I thought that was the best of the best. And while these queens are talented and they've made names for themselves outside of Drag Race, their time on Drag Race wasn't necessarily the creme de la creme. Well, and what I'll say to that is we have people like Kahana, who has been doing the Vegas show for like years now, and people like James Mansfield, who have been rocking it on YouTube. And... From these first two episodes, they both have been eating. You haven't seen James in episode two yet, but James ate yeah. episode two. And I mentioned this earlier. I think that All Stars has kind of become a way to elevate the queens that got out early but are creating names for themselves and also the queens that did really well on the show and have continued that momentum. So I think that the typical All Star, you know, the All Stars one and two like where it was literally like the best of the best it maybe isn't that anymore but it still is a really really good way to elevate those queens and i'm excited because as somebody who doesn't keep up with every single drag queen that has been on the show it is nice to see old faces that you kind of maybe forgot about or that's kind of rude to say that about mrs kasha davis abby (laughs) not her (laughs) oh no but i mean you look at like all star six the two fan favorites who everyone wanted to win were Raja O'Hara and Kylie Sonique Love, who both of them did not make it super far mm-hmm. or do very well on their original season. So it's just interesting to see, like, which early outs are going to become the new legends and which are going to be then 
two-time early outs. Yes. Like, who's the Serena Chacha or the Monica Beverly Hills? Yes. We're figuring that out now. So for this premiere episode, we got a girl group's not my favorite first challenge. I mean, we're kind of used to the talent shows now being the first episode of an All-Stars. Did you miss the talent show, Abby? Or were you like, whatever? I did miss the talent show because I feel like it's more personable. Like, you know, with this one, you get one verse and a song that's copy and pasted from RuPaul's discography. And it's not as um, welcoming, I think. Like, I feel like, you know, for somebody who's first time, like, meeting these queens and, like, watching Drag Race, a talent show would have been a little bit better because I think it showcases the queens more. But it was a good song. Both of them were really good songs, so I can't really complain. Yeah. Brendan, do you feel like you from not knowing any of these queens got a good grasp of who they are from this episode? Or are you still kind of like, I don't know who these people... Like, these could all be the same person and I'd be like, whatever. It's not that far, but it is... I don't really know what involves a talent show, but if it involves, like, some one-on-one time with the camera where they can show off a little more personality, I feel like that would translate a little bit better. But also, I feel like it's a little weird to jump in at an all-stars where these are obviously names you've heard and seen before, so you're kind of expected to know a little bit of that already. That's true. That's very true. But... I felt like you got a little bit of the personality just because, you know, everybody came up with different styles. They have different, like, some people rapped, some people chose to sing a little bit more. And I guess even the content of what they chose, like, oh, are they going to do something a little more vulgar, something a little more like, what did the one queen say, you know, like reading to children and like, you get a little Mm -hmm. bit of bits and pieces here or there if you're paying attention, but it's still easy to just kind of like kick back and kind of bop your head too. Yeah. Well, especially this season with so many queens who were early outs on their season i i feel like the talent show is the best way to just here's a minute and a half of you just on the stage showing what you do now yes yeah whereas like this was like six queens on stage there's a lot going on it's hard to keep track of where everybody is and what they're doing Mm -hmm. and i mean in the girl groups i think four is that magic number and anything above that is just too much because you can't focus on any queen like at once like i feel like i have to watch it six times and watch a different queen each time, like fully mm-hmm. comprehend what happened. Which queen Abby that you knew beforehand was the one you're most excited to see on this season? I love Heidi. I love her. I love her humor. I love her style. I, I love her personality. Um, so I'm always happy to see her on my television screen. Brendan, which of the queens that you were just now introduced to <laughs> stood out to you immediately as like, oh, this one is someone to watch. This is someone I'm interested in seeing. Well, I feel like as far as standout potential, I mean, Jimbo already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very, even still, because I mean, a lot of it is fashion and a lot of it is still like, like I said, I don't understand fashion. So a lot of it can tend to blend a little bit together. And so Jimbo's kind of parody approach to it, but kind of just set them apart from, I guess, the rest of the cast in that sense as somebody just coming in blind. So we have a very different format this season. We have the same lip sync assassin twist we've seen for the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Abby, do you prefer the lip sync assassin or do you prefer like the top two lip sync for the win like we saw a couple seasons ago? Okay, I don't know because I'm obviously used to the lip sync for the win um, because of the ones that I watched in full. But I, d- no, you know what? No, scratch it, scratch it. Take back what I said. Mm-hmm. I love the lip sync assassins because all of the lip sync assassins are like iconic queens that... We know and love. And so I just love seeing them on the main stage again. Where this episode is a great example of that. Like, Well, and now we have the fame games, which this is honestly one of the best things Drag Race has ever done. Because the big complaint from the audience is like, these girls spend $50,000 to $100,000, mm-hmm. some of them, 
on getting all of these looks, getting like 35, 40 looks for a season. And if they're out first or second, they're not getting to really show any of those. So yeah. this is a nice way for them to show off their looks and, you know, get the recognition they deserve. Plus, like, one of them's going to get $50,000. Yeah. I think it's really good, especially for the early outs, to have the audience kind of still be watching them and keeping them throughout the whole season, which I really, really enjoy. I think that's a really nice twist as well. I asked Abby, like, right after the entrances, I was like, okay, who's who are you worried for? And <laughs> Abby clocked it. It's okay. I mean, maybe it's because I watched too much of the drag detective, but <laughs> oh, you know, please. when when a queen is talking about how they want to come back and redeem themselves, how they didn't get too much time on their season, like you kind of know their time is limited. Abby saw right through these editors. <laughs> Abby was like, mm, interesting. What was it? Did you say something like, oh, they're getting too much screen time? They're definitely telling. Oh yeah, screen. is that a yeah. thing? Yes, yes, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. There was a lot of Monica in this episode. When you watch an episode and you're like, oh, wow, I really like that queen. I really feel like I'm connecting. There's a chance they're in trouble. That's coming from like being best friends with the drag detective for years. Like <laughs> you pick up on that stuff. It's just, and I mean, watching Drag Race for so long, like you kind of know. Mm -hmm. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. So this was kind of a jam-packed episode. They had their entrance looks. They had then to do two runways, then the challenge, then another runway, and then we got our lip sync. So there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot of stuff that we're going to kind of just compress because we're going to just talk about each queen and their entire, everything they did. Okay, the we're going queen by queen. We're going to go queen by queen okay. and we're just going to talk about everything. We'll give them a closed case if we like what they did. Okay. We'll give them an open case if we're on the fence and we'll give them a cold case if we don't like... <laughs> I'm trying, like, what's the nicest way? If they're flops, no. No, I mean, if if it's not up to all-star standards. And and that's another thing is, I think me and Abby have very different standards for all-stars. Like, I think you want every season to be all-stars three, all-stars four, when it comes to the fashion, when it comes to, mm -hmm. like, the performances. And I feel like I kind of grade on a curve. No, there's no curve <laughs> when it comes to drag. <laughs> um, I will say, I see this first queen up on my screen. Are we including Untucked? Oh, we are, yes, we're okay, talking about okay. Untucked. Cool. For sure. You know, sometimes Untucked is like, you don't really need to watch, but I like that they're putting the, like, deliberations and, like, you know, the queen sitting down with each other and pleading that, like, just throw that all in Untucked and then we have more time yeah. for, like, the real shit mm -hmm. in the actual episodes. Brendan, as a fellow film major, graduate <laughs> of the University of Toledo with <laughs> myself right. and their, right, right, right. their prestigious, very prestigious uh, film program. You know, what did you think about how the way this episode was edited and flowed? And give me your, like, Oscar-level... <laughs> Alright, let me put on the readers. Uh, so, I would have to say that everything really felt like it was moving along. It never really felt like there were too many, like, dips and curves. They really, like, going along with the stories they were trying to tell. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it worked just because it gave you a little bit of space to breathe. I do kind of like the inclusion of this whole, like, tucked side series untucked whatever the side series is yeah. that just gives you a little bit more of the behind the scenes abby which queen were you most surprised to see on this cast um, um i don't want to say that i was surprised to see any queen because you know i feel like rupaul's joy grace has proven that even if you think you've seen the last of somebody They'll be back, back, back again in one big giant box. You know, like it, it's... Mm -hmm. Candy, candy, wait. 
I would say maybe Nisha only because. Oh, okay. I just feel like I haven't thought of her. Well, Nisha's in a really weird position right now because she hosts at Roscoe's viewing parties every week. And she gets the queens on the current season mm-hmm. on. And then every week there's some kind of tea that gets spilled where Nisha is like getting it out of them. So Nisha's in the conversation of Drag Race a lot okay. now. So I guess maybe that's why I wasn't shocked. But for someone who's not like keeping up with yeah. like everything, it, it's kind of like, oh, Nisha Lopez, who went home first and then came back and then went home like yeah. two episodes later yeah. on season eight. We have how many first outs? We have James. Nisha's technically a first out. Monica was like a third out. And Kahana was a second. There's a lot of like mid, like the first, yeah. like, like Kasha. I'm really excited to see Jessica Wilde. I think that there's literally nobody left from season two to bring back. There's mm-hmm. like, a, there's uh, Mystique and Nicole Page Brooks. Those are the only two <laughs> people who have yet to come back from that entire cast. And I think Jessica should have been back sooner. Yeah. I think that she just has such a big personality and she's fun and bubbly and bright. Like, I think that she's, I think, a drag queen that, like, you really can't hate her. You can't find anything wrong with her. Like, if you have a problem with Jessica Wilde, there's a problem with you. (laughs) (laughs) She's one of those queens. Mm -hmm, Literally. Yeah. I mean, even, like, Heidi. Like, I feel like Heidi could have waited even longer. Like, she's the queen they're going to ask every single season. Like, do you want to come on? Do you want to come on? Do you want to come on? And it's up to her when she feels like she's ready. Like, I feel like she could have even waited longer, mm-hmm. but I'm just so happy to see her back. Like, there's oh, yeah. ones that are like, duh, hiding closet's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Duh, Alexis Michelle yeah. is going to be here. I'm AKA, surprised she's not here sooner. She's such good TV. Yeah. Like, ugh, so good. And there's a lot of queens on the season that I can see starting drama, starting fights, oh, like yeah. Jimbo and Candy mm-hmm. and Alexis Michelle. So it's going to get very interesting. Um, as someone who has not seen Canada, how do you feel about Jimbo being on a U.S. all-star season? I don't know why it hasn't really happened sooner. I feel like there's no reason. You might as well cross over. I feel like it's just better entertainment, better TV. Yeah. The only other really thing I want to talk about before we get into the queens and their performances was I thought it was really fun that we got to see them practice their choreo and then they each kind of could be like a little shady towards each other yes Heidi was going in on the (laughs) other team she was like are you sure you guys want to do that like I love it but it was so awkward too Brendan if you were in a competitive setting like this would you want to step up to the plate and choreograph or are you better off just like I'll let someone else like what do you think is the smarter way well are we assuming I'm in a world where I know how to choreograph sure if you if you feel (laughs) up to it would you you step to the plate or do you if I had the tools in my belt I would kind of wait a second and just see who really is trying to step up to the plate and kind of mind game it I want to see who's willing to like be that person trying to take charge and see how they're doing with it just to kind of feel out the competition a little bit which I feel like that's what Alexis did because she knows what she's doing, but she stayed silent. She kind of took a back seat. She was like, I'll let them handle it. I feel like that was a mind game. Well, and then, like, that's the risk because you have Heidi who's trying to do Fosse when their number is like glam rock and people start calling her out. Like, if that group had done badly, someone could then blame that mm-hmm. on Heidi. Yeah. Whereas, like, someone like Alexis who's just like, I'm going to watch what happens. Like, there's nothing that could be put on you. Yeah. Like, no one can blame you for something going wrong. Especially because in these challenges, you never know if they're going to judge you as a team or as individuals. So it is kind of a risk because they do both at random. So it's a very smart decision, I think. It's a high risk, high reward strategy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you do great, then you can take all the credit. It could be like, yeah, 
I put that together. Your shining moment. Uh-huh. Exactly. You're like, oh, you were very quick to step up as opposed to somebody who's just like, oh, you were very quiet. You were very uh, open to letting somebody else take the lead on mm-hmm. this one. Why was that? So uh, let's break down these queens' performance in this episode. We're going to be factoring in everything. The entrance look, the confessionals, the two runway looks, the challenge, the third runway look. Another club. Sleep. Another club. Another club. (laughs) Exactly. So let's start with Alexis Michelle from season nine, top five. How do you think she did, Abby? We're going to go, you go, and then Brennan will go, and then I'll go. Okay. All of it. Go. Watching season nine. Okay, so season nine must have been the first full season I... No, you started on All Stars. You started season 10 because we watched Aquaria win live at your house. But then why did I know... I knew Aja... Because you went back and watched, I'm sure. Because I watched season nine when it aired. Okay, so maybe I it. watched season nine before All Stars three aired, so that way I like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Sorry. Oh wait, no. Yeah, because you're right. Because I knew all of those queens, so mm-hmm. I think I binged it so I could watch All Stars three. All-Stars, okay, yeah. sorry, sorry. Watching season nine, I was an avid Alexis Michelle anti. <gasps> um, I did not enjoy her. I thought she was annoying, but honestly, this first episode, I really, really liked her. I loved her looks. I mean, but that's one thing. Like, she always looks great. Like, you can never bash her looks. Even when she looked like She-Hulk. Like, she's so beautiful. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Her looks, beautiful, amazing, iconic. Her performances are always beautiful, amazing, iconic. I thought that she was really nice. She was very, very happy. And then I watched Untuck. (laughs) And then she started crying. And she's like, I can't believe they like me. And it's just same old, same old. (gasps) This is Michelle. I am excited for the drama that she's going to inevitably cause. Close case. She looks great. She is acting great. I'm excited to see what she has to bring. Yeah. She has this really fun entrance look. It's this just very simple black dress, but she has this like orange hair that like sets it off. It's stunning. Her makeup. I mean, she Mm -hmm. looked like every single one of her looks, I think, were absolutely. Mm -hmm. Her old Hollywood look was like absolutely stunning. She did the Kim Kardashian Met Gala Mm -hmm. look. And then just a very like, it was a peach colored velvet gown that is just like very Alexis Michelle for her final runway. Which of her four looks was your favorite, Abby? I'm a sucker for the Kim K look. Although I will say, I will say, they bashed Darian for taking the new Hollywood a little bit too literally. But Darian wore literally an outfit that Billie Eilish would wear and Alexis copied what Kim K That is true. Wore. Like, yeah, Kim K's looks better, but... I'd argue, though, that the point they made was that it was kind of like just a t-shirt. It didn't really... At least not from somebody on the outside, it seemed like... We just need to pause. Yeah. What is that? Playing with a replay. Playing with a replay. That's the voice, I don't think. I do agree with the judge that it is a t-shirt, and I feel like there's a way to translate that into something a little more draggy and come across. The wig did a lot of work. I feel like the wig did the heavy lifting in that outfit. Mm -hmm. And there are Billie Eilish looks that are a little bit more drag race friendly. A little Billie Eilish stated myself. Her cover of uh, Happier Than Ever. That's Mm -hmm. an iconic look you could have taken of that fits the quota too. Yeah. I had a lot of thoughts about that. I'll save for Darian. Of the four looks, I think like all of, okay, her final runway look was like fine. Like it was, there was no issues. I thought the first three were all show-stoppingly stunning. And I thought in the challenge, she had the Glamrock challenge, the Glamrock song. 
And she did bring a little bit of Broadway to it, but she managed to make it almost like a Freddie Mercury, where I it was think... like theater, but it wasn't like theater, darling. Yeah. I feel like her challenge look, honestly, was when she looked best. Oh, even with the contacts? The contacts kind of threw me off. Out of her runway looks. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Kim K. New Hollywood. Brendan, thoughts on Alexis Michelle? Not everybody got the same kind of attention from me. She was not one of the ones who received the most from me. Okay. Not in a bad way, but just, this is all fresh. And I'm coming into this looking at all of the queens. And I mean, you are too, like, knowing them from outside sources. So, like, you're only giving, or you're only receiving what the editors are giving you. And she did not get, she was not a focus of this episode. No, no. She, and we have our expectations based on what we've seen them do in the past. Yeah. So, Brendan, you are just like, you're only getting what she gave you in this episode. Right. Which, I mean, there was nothing bad. So, what would you give her? What I'm trying to say is, like, I don't want to, this to be a running thing of what I'm saying for every person, but I want to say, like, a case open because I don't have enough information here, you know? Okay. Like, as far as, like, famous looks, I will say that Hollywood then mm-hmm. was that the challenge. Famous uh, then, yeah. But that is really, like, how in my brain I was kind of picturing okay. how that look would be emulated. So I thought it looked very nice. I think that was my favorite. I think she did a really great job this week. I think that her looks, she stepped up from season nine. I think that she had good looks on season nine, but not every one of them. I mean, the the famous look that she would have won the challenge in if she did not wear that specific look. The the black coat with the blue dress underneath. And then in Untucked, she, she went to the girls and she was like, how did you let me go out wearing this? I would have won this challenge today if I didn't, if I wasn't wearing this look right now. That was so funny. So I think that she definitely stepped up the looks. Yeah. She showed great personality in the challenge. She knew the moves. I liked her verse. I'm going to give her a close case. Consistent. We love a consistent queen. We do. We do. Up next, we have Darian Lake, who was from season six, top four. She did fall into the bottom this episode. Abby, how did you feel about Darian? And did she deserve that bottom placement? I also did not love Darian on her season. (gasps) I thought that she was a little bit mean. I know that's ironic coming, like Bianca, you know. (laughs) We don't have to talk about it. But I also am not like one of those Drag Race fans that like, oh, you're mean on the show. Like, I hate your guts because I totally see... I mean, they're on a show. Like, they're Everybody needs acting. a good villain in the story. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I am not one of those fans. I don't want to be perceived as one of those fans. But I was excited because I know, I mean, like, she is one of the most well-known drag queens, I think, like, within the fandom. Like, I think that everybody's been, like, wanting her back. No, I mean, I she's like one of the best lip syncers yeah. ever um, on the show. So I was excited to see her come back because I think, you know, there's the queens that were first out and then there's also the older queens that I think newer Drag Race fans don't really like think about or like look at. If they're not on all the tours, if they're not like on the shows, then it's like, yeah. I'm really happy to see her back. Um, In terms of her looks, she's never really been like a look queen. She's always personality and humor and whatever. So I feel like she pretty much kept up with that. Her entrance... (laughs) (laughs) I, her entrance look and her final runway look, I think, were very good. She looked great. Her Hollywood then, famous then. Yeah, it's like a renaissance fair kind of look. I don't love it. It's giving Barbie Swan Lake. <laughs> not the <laughs> princess like, and the pauper. Not in the good way. <laughs> um, it's looking like I'm playing dress up. It's a giving kid. a little bit of Halloween story. Yes. And then her Billie Eilish look. You know, we kind of already talked about it. I think that there are other ways to have brought 
Billie Eilish or even just like a more grungy style to drag, making it a little bit of a higher level. But she did well in the challenge. I thought I thought that her bottom placement was very nitpicky because they all did pretty well. I think it's just because of that Billie Eilish look really that she ended up in the bottom two. So I will say though, I mean, this was a pretty strong cast. So I don't really have any complaints. I, I'm not calling Riggery on this one. I kind of feel like in the main, the main challenge, all of those were safe performances on another season. Like there yes. wasn't a bunch of huge standouts in one way or the other, like mm-hmm. whether that be good or bad. Yeah. So, you know what? I will say I am going to call it an open case for now because I want to see what other looks she brings because I know that that was a problem in her season, her outfits and her style. So I'm still looking to make sure that she's consistently bringing her A game. Okay. Brendan, thoughts on Miss Darian Lake? Or as Heidi likes to call her, Darian Pond. (laughs) I really do agree with a lot of the points Abby was touching on. I did get the personality. I did get the humor from what was shown in this episode. But I just wasn't really impressed with the two runway looks. Uh, The medieval, I was not... That's not where my mind goes for (laughs) uh, famous men. Mm -hmm. I get it. I wasn't the biggest fan. Not that it looks bad. It's just, you said, party city. A little part. Halloween <gasps> store. Where you belong. And then I feel like we already touched on the Billie Eilish. Like it looks like something I would probably wear tomorrow. And somebody <laughs> who is not drag adjacent that uh like can that, speak for itself. That is something that you could wear to like a Halloween party, and people would be like, "Oh my gosh, that outfit looks awesome!" Like, right, but that's it's like pedestrian. Yeah. Can I give a hot take? Yeah. Please. I don't love Darian like. For fashion. I'm not looking at Darian Lake for fashion. Right. It's unfortunate that this episode was very fashion mm-hmm. focused. I get what she was going for with the Billie Eilish. Yeah. It's funny that it's Darian Lake, a 50-year-old woman, wearing this Billie Eilish look, this oversized t-shirt, the glasses and the hair. I think that she was trying to be kind of kitschy and camp with that. Uh-huh. I get what she's going for. But did it land? Maybe she could have pushed that even further. The thing is, how many, this is season 90 of Drag Race. Mm -hmm. You know what Michelle Visage is going to say about this look. Green. It's green. You know, you know what the critiques are going to be with this look. Yes. And so I think because of that, no. Yeah. Darian can't lean into making her fashion a joke all the time. Right. Because when she can pull a look, this last runway look, the leopard print that kind of faded into the sequin at the bottom was like, that was stunning. Yeah. That's the best she has ever looked on Drag Race, mm-hmm. period. So she can do fashion. But I feel like because she's not known for fashion, she sometimes feels like she has to go for the joke there in order for it to work. Mm-hmm. She needs to find comfort in her ability to be a fashionista. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. what case is this? What's the status on this case? I... I'm going to give it a cold case because I'm grading on a curve because every episode isn't just how did you do? It's how did you do compared to everyone else? And I feel like everyone else did a little bit better than her, but she did okay in the challenge, but I feel like she was behind on the moves in the dance. Like she was. Yeah. And she admitted to that. Yes. Yes. So it's like not only did two of her runway looks not work, but there was also that. Yeah. So cold case. I guess final consensus is, I would also kind of give it a cold case. 
Yeah. I agree with you. That last look was very good. It was definitely the outlier of (laughs) 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 what I've seen before. Satire is a very contextual, and sometimes you have to reach for over the top for it to really land and stick out, because otherwise it can kind of fade into not being recognized correctly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a hard look to pull off and it lands and it doesn't land and it's very person to person on how much is needed to put into it. Yeah. Makes sense. Up next, we have Heidi in Closet. Woohoo! She had a very, uh, she had a vast array of looks. We have her entrance look is giving businesswoman penguin. Love her that. middle look, the famous then, it's kind of like a Mary Poppins-ish look, but it's also like a broken doll face makeup, which was yeah. whatever. <laughs> then she went for a Chloe and Haley look for the famous now, and then just a classic campy Heidi look for the last look with her leprosy print. <laughs> Abby, Heidi in closet, this episode, go. Love her. I think that her she looked great. She looked great. I loved her looks. I did not love the bow look. I did not love... Famous now. She said Chloe and Haley, and I said, okay, I can see that. But until she said Chloe and Haley, I didn't. I just... Uh, it wasn't specific enough. I think she could have done better. Yeah. And But that's okay. I, I liked the, the Mary Poppins-ish look, and I liked her final runway. Her challenge, I think she she did fine. I think, like you said, like I mean, they were all just safe. Like They were all good. It was okay. It was fine. I'm going to give her a closed case. That might just be my Heidi bias. But that's okay. <laughs> My eyes, I feel like, went to her on the challenge a lot because she was doing big facial expressions. Yes. And She's great at that. Yes. Yeah. And, she, I mean, she knew the choreo very well. Yeah. So anytime I'm looking for someone to, like, oh, who's doing the choreo well, it's Heidi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just think overall she's great. I picture her going very, very far in this competition. All right. So Heidi, I will say, she had probably some of the most personality in this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Every time... She really, like, kind of really carried a scene. Like, Mm -hmm. every time she was seen, it was just so big. There was always that kind of control. There was always just so much personality. And it worked really well. And it kind of stole the spotlight from a lot of other people. Also, her confessional look. I love it. I love that hat. (laughs) Yes. And I'll also say, again, just being fresh, seeing that logo. That's so smart. I think it works very well. The gap. The branding Mm -hmm. is there. The branding. It's all so smart, it's all interconnected, and I respect the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I will say case closed. I'm a fan so far. I uh, for sure give her a closed case. And she could have been in the top, I feel like. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I definitely think that Kahana's final look was what sealed the deal for mm-hmm. her. I mean, like, she looked amazing. But yeah, I think that Heidi is and always will be a consistent contender. Yeah. And RuPaul... Loves oh yeah! Her. Oh yeah! So, oh, so you're saying Riggery? No, 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 not yet, not yet, at least. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but for now, no. Yeah, no, she's great. She's amazing. Love her. Icon. Next up, we have Miss James Mansfield. James Mansfield. The voice. The voice is too much. See, I watched her on YouTube for so long now that I, it's just like that's James. That's just James. Again. Well, it's it's kind of like Ben de la Creme. You know, when Ben is in drag, she has her Ben de la Creme voice. That's very true. And then out of drag, she does her regular voice. I think that Michelle Visage is going to get sick of her. <gasps> I think she's going to get sick of that voice. Okay. I think she's going to get clocked on it. She's going to say, where's the real James? Yes. Who is the real James yes. Mansfield? Who did she do Who did she do that with? 
like 30,000 people. Yeah, I know. I mean, she looked great. I mean, no, okay, I will say, I think that the JoJo, I think JoJo Siwa, her look is what Darian should have gone for, where it's like heavily inspired, but still with like draggy. Not an exact like, recreation. That corset, like JoJo's not wearing that. <laughs> I mean, like maybe now, I don't know. Um, <laughs> What a fun pull, though, to do Jojo Siwa. Like, yeah, and especially, I mean, out of all the queens, like, I feel like James is yes. the one to do it. And it's such a nice contrast to the mariachi look that she did, like, showing off her culture, yes. showing something different than what everyone else did in that, that mm-hmm. famous then category. I think that she'll she'll go, she'll, she'll make it. Close case, I guess. I don't know. I don't have a lot of thoughts on James <laughs> I wanted to point out that in the critiques, so I watched this episode with Matthew Bielak, and we were both like, is she in the top or is she in the bottom? Because Ross does give her the critique. You could not keep up with the choreo. You were always a couple beats behind. But then he followed that with, but you're James Mansfield. So I don't really care. Like he pulled like an Alyssa Edwards. So mm-hmm. I think that she was in the top. But there's an argument that she should have been in the bottom yeah. because she messed up the choreo. But I mean, all of the looks are so consistent and different. And she's showing so many different sides of herself. Yeah. And the elevation from season nine. Yes. That like, I don't know. I think that coming from where she came from season nine to come with all of these looks and be as consistent and, you know, keep up as much as she did. I think you can't call I mean, her. she was a deer in headlights the entire time she was yeah. in season nine. Yeah. So, Brendan, how do you feel? Where do you land on the James Mansfield of it all? The key words I'd like to use, consistency mm-hmm. and versatility. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of variety in the looks she went for, and I think she pulled them all off. I think they all look great. I will point out that, yes, in the challenge, my eyes did kind of drift to her a couple times, only because she just seemed out of place with the movements mm-hmm. and everything like that. Me not knowing how a lot of this is graded or scored, I was just like, oh, is that points off? Is that like... Well, and that's where when there's these episodes with so much coming into play, how much of the ch- like that challenge is put into the final like yeah. score? I don't know. Is... Her messing up the choreo worthy of her being in the bottom three when she has amazing looks, fun personality, all of this other stuff. Her verse was fun. Direct detective. Abby. Do you think that they have like a checklist of like, okay, if they meet this criteria, then they're whatever? Or do you think it's a gut feeling? I think it's a gut feeling. I think so too. I think that they literally just like look at them. They're like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. I will say, going back to James Mansfield, season nine, I feel like it was unclear what she was going for. She wasn't comfortable in herself. And so when she was out of drag and in drag, it was kind of like the same person. And it was like weird and awkward. And now it's very clear that when she's on stage, she is in a drag persona versus like she can also have like a genuine real conversation. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that in itself has shown how much she has grown. I think I'm going to give her an open. because It's just like, because normally, uh, like, the main challenge is worth more than the runway. But there's so many more runways, and it's like, I don't know. But she still struggled in that main challenge. Like, that is still a thing. It's, it has to be open. You weren't sold on the complete package yet. No. Like, most of it, yes. But, like, I'm the person who grades the challenge above a runway. Like, it's yeah. the main maxi challenge for a reason. It should have more points than Do everything else. Do you think she should have been in the bottom instead of Darian? No. I think that at the very worst, she could have been low. Okay. But not bottom two. Gotcha. What do you think, Brendan? Where do where you land? I think so far, I'm comfortable giving it a case closed with everything I brought up. I see the 
with the persona she was going for, and I think it all worked out. But this is also like fresh. I know you were bringing up Abby that the voice can be a little uh, yeah. much. I think after Michelle's going to get sick of that. I think she's going to roast her for it eventually. But it hasn't worn off on me yet. I should yeah. say so. I'll give it a case closed for now. I feel like I've, as long as the uh, dance moves improve, if that becomes a more <laughs> regular thing. Well, I mean, and that's another thing. Like, uh, you guys haven't seen episode two, but episode two is a comedy challenge. Oh, and she she's fucking slayed it. it. Yeah. Like, she slayed it. She could have won that challenge. So, like, I'm not looking for James Mansfield to dance, but you have to keep up. Yeah. You have to at least not stand out as, oof, she's a little bit behind. Yeah. So, that's kind of where I'm at. James is still someone I really hope makes top four. She was in my top four. Uh, preseason of someone I wanted to see. So I love her. I can't wait to see more. All right. Who's next? Abby. Miss Jessica Wilde. I love this drink. Iconic. Her looks. I mean, she she looks amazing. She looks amazing. I love her entrance look. Like, was stunning. The golden child. I think she looked the best Mm -hmm. out of anybody coming in. Her famous then look. Loved it. Her final runway look, loved it. I didn't love the famous now. Well, for the famous then, she did Nefertiti. The famous now, she did like a play on a Bad Bunny look. Yeah, which... I didn't get, but I'm not a Bad Bunny stan, so I don't know the references necessarily. And I think, I mean, she kept up in the challenge. She did well. I love how she included her Spanish and English because that was a struggle in her original season. Um, She's one, like, I love it when they bring... Queens from the older seasons back because it's just showing them to like a whole new audience. Loved it. Love her. Closed case for me. And no comments, no questions asked. <laughs> Brendan, thoughts? Okay, I would say consistently they were all still very good looks. I think she also was a big personality. Every time she was on screen, you could definitely tell she wants the spotlight, she wants the attention, and she's going to be loud and proud about it, mm-hmm. which I think that's respectable. I feel like if in a competition like this with so many people all clamoring for that attention, I feel like you really have to stand out, and I feel like she did. That exit runway look, big fan of. I was getting a little Princey Michael Jackson vibe, mm-hmm. I think. And, yeah, I think it all looked very good. I'm uh, excited to see a little bit more, if I do keep up with the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's said I'll never see this bitch again, but sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. I love that she, because the only challenge she won in season two was the Rocker Chicks runway, or the Rocker Chicks challenge, and she kind of referenced that in, in her runway, which was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, Jessica's just so fun. Yeah. You know she's going to bring the personality. She's going to bring the comedy. She's just a joy to watch. Mm-hmm. And every reason that I love Jessica Wilde, she had on display in this episode. Yeah. Like, she is another one. She could have been in the top for me. 100%. I love that she had both English and Spanish, like you said, in her her verse, and she knew all the choreo. She had fun. The face was on the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think she's a total close case. Yeah. Icon. Agreed. Star. Next up, Jimbo. Bitch. This is my bitch, and and not everyone gets Jimbo's drag. That's okay, and some some people get it and they still don't like it, and that's mm-hmm. valid. That is absolutely valid because it is. Meant to be controversial. It's meant to stir converse, or start conversations and start, you know, what the hell is going on yeah. here. I love it. So for her famous then, she does a Marilyn Monroe, the dress, you know, flying up from the seven-year itch. And then for her famous now, she does kind of like a thumbs up, like follow, comment, subscribe kind of vibe. Her famous then was my favorite out of all of them. I loved it. Oh, the Marilyn? I yeah. thought it looked so good. I thought it was just... 
really, really great. I think that her famous now look was very topical. I think it's not necessarily something that could be timeless, but I really, really liked it. She looked clean. She looked put together. I mean, all of her looks. The thumbs she, up hair was yeah, that, I wish that um, the camera kind of played into it a little mm-hmm. bit more because like when she was just walking straight on, you couldn't really tell. Like I, at first, I thought it was just like a mohawk. How do you feel about her entrance look? The bikini with the... <laughs> okay, I understand that like, that's what Jumbo's known for. I wish that it was a little bit... Elevated? A little bit, yeah. Like She did have my favorite entrance line. She said, I didn't come here to race. I came here to cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm like, eh. I just feel like we could see something more. Although I don't know... I have not seen, like, her other things that she has brought to Drag Race. Like, this is my first time seeing her on a Drag Race season. I just feel like it's very, like, oh, yeah, like, we thought that you would have, like, come out and something like that. So it's kind of like, eh. And then her final one. The brain with, it's very Mars Attacks. Yes. It's cool, but it's (gasps) just a bodysuit with, like, a brain on top and some guts hanging out. And eyelashes. Yeah. I don't know. It's very, like, we can just hot glue anything out to anything. This was my favorite runway of the category, to be completely honest with you. But I live for this type of, like, crazy out there drag. I just feel like, like, when you think of... Okay, when you say crazy out there, I think of somebody like Milk. And I feel like Milk doing a look like this, like, she would have taken it... Even further? Yes. Okay. Like, this seems like... Okay, yeah, like, it's, like, kind of, like, weird and kooky. But, like, you could have been even weirder and kookier. Okay. To me. How did you feel about Jimbo in the challenge? I thought that I... So to give you a little bit of like backstory on Canada's Drag Race, the first season Mm -hmm. she was on for the girl groups, she flopped. It was bad. She didn't know a single move. And then on UK versus the world, the Rusical, which is another performance Mm -hmm. challenge is what she went home on. So she's not known for doing well in these types of challenges. I thought that her verse was the best. I loved it. Do you agree or disagree? Your face looks like you don't agree. It wasn't my favorite, but I thought she did really good. And I thought that like, her performance was really good. Like, I I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed her on the episode. I do think that she might be one to cause up some drama. Mm-hmm. But in, like, a fun way. I, I definitely feel like this season is going to be, like, little drama. It's not going to be anything, like, crazy or big. But I think it'll be, like, petty stuff. Well, I feel like this is going to be the most strategic. Like, this is where I think Survivor, like, alliances and shit is going to come into play. Because there was already an alliance made in this episode. There's another alliance made in the second episode. Yeah. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how these voting records start going. Yeah. I definitely feel like Jimbo might be the center of some (gasps) drama. (gasps) Um, But I'm excited for it. Because who... (laughs) Like, Drag Race is not Drag Race without drama mm-hmm. like we have to have something and i feel like she'll bring it in a classy way close case for me i'm excited like this is my first time really like seeing her in action i'm excited to see more of her as far as looks go yes i will say that marilyn monroe really just encapsulates in my brain like this is that classic vintage like golden age hollywood yeah so that was already like a really like hard one that was probably like one of my favorite of that category mm-hmm. easily and then the whole, like, you know, the like, comment, subscribe, like you said, very topical, not very timeless. But still, I don't know how much we're really looking at timeless. I think it very much speaks at the here and now. This is famous now. Yeah. And that really is just kind of the epitome of fame nowadays. Mm-hmm. So no more social commentary for me. But I still did like it. I understood <laughs> it. And I felt like it was done in a, the way it needed to be. It was very mm-hmm. in your face. And, and then as far as everything else went, I agree with you. Probably, like, one of my favorite... I don't really have a standout favorite verse from the challenge. Mm -hmm. 
but hers was definitely on that team. Like, yeah. the one I enjoy the most. Yes. So I at least have one per team. I think, like, when she, like, first came out, I was like, oh, man, like, she's here to, like, do the damn thing. Like, I really, she really, like, came out with, like, a strong presence, and I was, like, hooked the moment she started, like, talking. Right. Like, in the song. Yeah. I agree with that. But I also would say, same with the show, after the entrances and everything, I felt like she really got, like, a lot of big personality in coming into the room and the mixing and mingling. Yeah. But I also feel like maybe due to cutting or editing, she was kind of pushed off to the side for some other people's screen time. So I was looking forward to a little more personality from mm-hmm. her. But then again, I don't know how much was really cut out. So I hope yeah. to see more of that coming up in the season. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and the, the whole second episode is kind of about Jimbo. So it makes sense that you wouldn't like make her super prevalent in this one. Yeah, I would totally give her a close case. I think she did a fantastic job with the runways. She really improved her performance ability when it came to the challenge really good verse i mean jimbo's just one of my all-time favorites so i i'm always excited for more jimbo <laughs> all right next up kahana montrese one of the most out there picks yeah i think for the cast but yeah. she has been on that vegas show she is that vegas girl she has proven herself outside of the show and now we're getting to see her prove it on the show as we were watching the episode, I wrote little notes. I think that she is the only person that has consistently high things. Like, there's not a single look that I saw that I was like, mm, it could have been a little bit better. Or like, I've seen it before. Like, I don't know. She looked amazing in every single thing she wore. She killed it in every sense of the word. Her challenge was amazing. Like, because of her runways and her looks, I think she was the obvious top. Again, like, I agree with you. I was shocked to see her walk in that that workroom. Like, she enters the workroom in a kind of Las Vegas circus leader, ringleader look. She goes for a very kind of like ambiguous old Hollywood glamour look. Like, I don't know if she was necessarily referencing a specific person, but she does a very like insane Lil Nas X tribute. Yeah, that was awesome. For the famous now. And then just say like Phoenix rising from the ashes, Las Vegas showgirl final runway. Yeah, amazing. I, I loved it. I can't wait to see more. This is another one where like, you know what? I feel like All-Stars has changed in the sense where would we have ever seen her on All-Stars 2 or 3? No, we wouldn't have. But I'm happy that they're going in this direction now because we get to see how she's evolved. And it looks amazing. Looks great. Close case. I think clear number one of the episode. You would have given her the win? Yeah. Yeah. Because of her runways. Like, I, I mean, her challenge was great too. But like you said, like we've said it before, like everybody was good in the challenge. Like there were a couple that were like, Maybe you're not dancing as well, but like her runways were just amazing. Mm-hmm. No, no notes. Close case. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Brendan. I would say consistently probably the best runway showing. See, like again, back into these other like, all right, for Famous Now, there was a lot of references going on to current Hollywood looks and things like that. At least things people would find iconic. And I feel like this was a very good way up there with like the Jojo Siwa of like, you take it. It exists and you're able to do it iconically, like back and how it's remembered, but also put your own spin on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it translates very well. And also that Phoenix, I will say my brain can't even comprehend how that's all put together and how it <laughs> works, but I'm a fan. It's, I think it's awesome. And, and it, her lip sync was amazing. Oh, too. yes, yeah. yes. We haven't even gotten into Untucked yet, but I was already cracking up at that serious heart to heart. And then she's just sitting there. Wings out and everything. <laughs> the giant breastplate, just yeah. like, oh, girl, I'm here for you. And she's like, her boobs are like flying everywhere. 
but I would have to give it an easy case closed. Yeah. Yeah, close case, 1,000%. I think she deserved the win, and she's proving why she's deserving to be an all-star. Yeah. All right. Candy Muse. Candelina, the producer, Muse. Candy Muse is not somebody that I know from Drag Race. You haven't seen 13, right? No, but I am a big fan of Aja. So, like, when Aja was on All Stars 3, I was, like, following her. And then, like, she would the candy drama, candy and then, yeah. like, the drama and whatever. So, I do know of her, like, from social media. I know for a fact that she has looked better oh. than the looks that she gave in this episode. She enters in wearing this very just, like, pretty orange dress. She references a RuPaul look in the Famous Then, a kind of a nondescript look for the Famous Now, and then this kind of Barbarella Star Trekky look for the final runway. It's a leotard. Why did she not, in the final look, the final Star, like, Barbarella look, why didn't she have, like, sh- uh, shin pads? Like, you know, like the, she has, like, the arm gauntlets. Why wouldn't she have those on the legs, too? Because it feels like there's so much happening on the top yeah, and then just, it's just bare on the bottom. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean... Candy did have some questionable looks on her season. She was kind of a hit or miss okay. when it came to the look department. And I kind of see that again here. Yeah. I mean, these are fine looks. But if you're coming back for all-stars, like, this is the best of the best. Like, you gotta step it up, I think. And I know that she can look amazing. So, like, let's let's pump it up. Let's, let's look amazing every single time. Every single one of these is okay like i don't think that there's really one that stands out to me is better than the others they're all like pretty much on the same level she did well on the challenge i wanted more from her on the challenge there wasn't really like any standout moments it was just i feel like she played a lot of the challenge not to the audience she was like kind of interacting with the other queens but by doing that she's not looking at the camera she's not giving us face yeah so i feel like we kind of lost her a little bit she was kind of like right in the middle for me yeah I'll say open case. Oh, okay. I'll say open case just because I know the potential is there and she is showing some of it. It's just like let's let's pull it together. Let's let's raise the bar for the standard. That you're I agree with you. I think I would give her an open case too. I love her entrance. I think it's stunning. Her makeup is stunning. The wig is stunning. I love the RuPaul reference. I mean, every detail of that RuPaul look is exact. But the the last two looks, I just I wanted more. Yeah. And in the challenge, I wanted more. Yeah. Open case. She has a signature look, or like a signature color palette, I'd assume, right? I keep seeing a reoccurrence of that orange and... I get, I mean, here, yeah, but I wouldn't say that's what she's known for, really. Okay. That's kind of what I just assumed after seeing it again and again. So, that's kind of just the uh, vibe I was getting. To hear it's not surprises me a little bit. I will say there was like a lot of references here that I would not get in the fashion way, so it really didn't stand out to me in that sense, because she's referencing... Other things that just aren't well, where I would see it, where I would understand. I think so that's part maybe of it. Part of it was lost on me. I think that's part of my issue is like the one look. Yeah, she's referencing referencing RuPaul, but like all of the other ones, it's just kind of like. Well, the famous now specifically, it's like literally it, just it's it's just a look. It's just a look. Yeah. Like it's not even a red carpet look. It's not even anything like. And honestly, actually, after looking at it, that coat like. Nobody's wearing that now. That is not famous now. That is more like old It's school. giving a little bit more ho- old Hollywood old glam. Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, actually, I get that a lot. I will say, though, on a positive note, she had my favorite verse from that team. 
from her team. Oh, okay. okay. And I mean, like, Candy is there for personality. You know what I yes. mean? Like, she's a great lip syncer. She can pull good looks. She's good in challenges. But, like, she was cast because she has a huge personality. Mm-hmm. And that was on full display. She's yes. making the alliances. She's causing the controversy, calling out Heidi, saying, what are we doing with this, this choreo? Like, we need to do something yeah. different. Like, she's... Doing what she's there for already. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I I am excited because I just, I've heard so much about her and I've seen her through the lens of social media. So I am excited to see how she does this season. I am assuming she's going to do well. That's my prediction for her, but we'll see. Open case. I'd agree with Open as well. Next up, we have Lala Ree, another queen that I am not super familiar with. Um, you know her iconic bag look, I'm assuming. Yeah. So Miss Lala Ree comes in wearing this kind of bizarre... <laughs> Gold look for her entrance look. She does kind of like an OnlyFans riff and then just like a very stunning red look for her last look. Abby, thoughts on Miss Lala, the experience re. I I really, really enjoyed her. I liked her personality. I loved her looks that she brought. Um, The OnlyFans one, the Ruli fans one. I did not get it until I was with you two and one of you got it. And I was like, oh, because me and Matthew watched and we're like, what the fuck does Ruli fans mean? It's it's okay. I think after seeing, because I mean, she it was juxtaposed right after Jimbo yeah. who did a very similar bit. And well, even I feel like this could have worked, but the lettering on Jimbo's just looked so much better yeah. than these letters that it was like whoa. Because I mean, it is different. Like like I totally see what she's going for here, but like it just wasn't. I feel like well. she needed like a bigger boobs or something because she's trying to do this like nude illusion. But it just was like, okay, there's letters on. I feel like if she had some big, like, Jimbo boobs. Yeah. And had the letters on those, it would have, like, kind of spoke more. Yeah. Translated like, better. Yeah. And the zipper on the back. I hated the fact that you could see the zipper when she turned around. Like, I don't even know. I'm not a fashionista. I don't know how you could cover that or change it. But I hated that. It totally took me out of it. Well, and even, like, you can see the undergarments under this uh, body seat. You can see the tights and where the tights come on and stop at her stomach line. Like, it just was very not polished. Compared to all of her other looks, too, it was just kind of like, yes. I feel like you definitely could have thought of like, something different. Even the first, the entrance look, I don't like. Like, I don't oh, like really? the I don't like the garters. I don't like the glasses. It was just very ugh, I don't know. I don't know what she was going I for. I thought it at least looked put together <laughs> compared gives, to the really fans. It kind of gives me like a golden like Jetsons vibe. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I still, I think she did incredible in the maxi challenge. She knew all the moves. She was giving face. I feel like I, I my eyes just kept going to her yeah. naturally. So I think she got a close case for me, but it's just some of the runways were not the best, in my opinion. I think with a better Famous Now look, she could have been a contender for... She was in the top. She was um, the, one of the, the people they chose to be high. So yeah. I think it was deserved, but... Close case for me. I am excited. I mean, th- like, none of this screams like, oh my gosh, like, she's not going to have like, good looks. Like, mm-hmm. she seems like a very well put together queen. I'm excited to see how she does this. Yeah. Time. And I mean, her in the confessional is just, like, so fun. Yeah, like she, and her professional look, too. Is yes, yes, no, she's so much fun. I love her. I'm so glad she's here. I think you two said it all. I'd agree with Close Case. I think the only blemish, really, is that Ruli fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything other than that, I mean, I have nothing bad to say. Uh, I enjoy that old Hollywood look. I feel like it kind of gets a little more similar with, like, some of the other things that were going on from the other contestants, but I still think it works, and I still think it stands out, so I'd give it a Close Case. Her famous then look is my second favorite. With Jimbo being my favorite. I could probably agree with that. Yeah. 
All right, next up we have Monica Beverly Hills. Brendan, what do you think? Oh, so the real reason you wanted to go last. (laughs) (laughs) Please. She came in the entrance look is giving, like, Beverly Hills Girl Scout. Yeah. Then she wears a Cleopatra, famous then look, a Kim Petra. I don't know who the fuck Kim Petra is, but Kim Petra, famous now, and then just a dance costume for her last runway. Brendan? Go. I feel like she definitely started off a lot stronger than how she finished. That Girl Scout look, I was actually a big fan of. It's campy, but mm-hmm. it also looks really good, and I was a big fan. She I sure liked brought it a lot. cookies. Okay, soaking on the ganache is already... <laughs> 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 and also that kind of Cleopatra-y Egyptian look. I feel like that was one of my fa- like top three. Mm-hmm. Who did it better? Jessica Wilde's Nefertiti or, Je- or Monica Beverly Hills' Cleopatra? I feel like this Cleopatra is just a lot cleaner, but a lot more elegant yeah. in different ways. I and agree. I feel like the headpiece for Jessica Wilde kind of took a lot of the weight like out of like the intricacy of the actual mm-hmm. yeah. outfit itself. But I feel like it works really well here. Yeah, and then I feel like the uh, drama, I feel like, was centered around her. This episode, there was obviously a lot of focus there. Well, and it's sad because, like, especially going home first, like, their bookings, like, how much they get paid to get booked, right. how often they get booked, all depends on how they do on the season. Yeah. So, like, she was watching her booking fee, like, crumble to the ground, basically. (laughs) Right. But at least now, like you touched on in the beginning, there is that second layer Mm -hmm. in the social media aspect. The fact that she can show her looks off is Yes, and I hope she thrives through there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I loved her first two looks. I thought they were good, polished. The famous now look, I just feel like she could have done something a little bit more. It just seems very basic. Like, I don't even see Kim Petras in it. Like... Yeah. Like, I, it just seems like something anybody would wear. Yeah, it, it's just kind of basic. And then her final runway look, I mean, meh. Yeah. I don't know. It, it wasn't great. And then obviously, clearly in the challenge, like, you could see everybody else had these huge facial expressions. And she was just kind of, like, toned down. Like, I think she was almost trying to serve, like, moody, like, diva. But really, she just kind of looked like a lost puppy out there. And so I could kind of tell as the episode was going on that she was going to unfortunately be the first to go but i hope that this brought her some new fans i'm sure that she's gonna get some votes on the new twist that they are bringing Mm -hmm. to the table so yeah i mean unfortunately it is a cold case she had the potential she had the potential there i think that she just needed to come in with a little bit more confidence and she would have sold it a little bit more and that's what's always sad is like because any of these queens no matter how they did on the original season could be the next legend yeah. And it just sucks to see someone not fully embrace that. You yeah. know what I mean? And like let the nerves get to them, let the like stress of all of it get to them. And that's just what happened. And unfortunately, I think she was kind of the worst of the week. She yeah. was the one where it's like, yeah, Monica's the bottom. Like yeah. you could argue other people deserved it, yes or no, but like Yeah, it's a it's a cold case for yeah. poor Miss Beverly Hills. But hopefully she finds some new fame in this yeah. appearance. Yeah. And she's even got a head start, so she can... Mm-hmm. Take We're about to fight now, Abby. Why? We're about to fucking fight. Why? You're toast, bitch. You're toast. No. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Mrs. Kasha Davis has... I would say her first entrance look is just very Kasha Davis. Yeah. I mean, that's what we know her up or know her from. Then she has this fun, pink, kind of flamingo-y famous then look. Her famous now look was Kris Jenner-inspired. It does look more like Liza Minnelli, but it's fine. <laughs> And then she has a very, like, housewifey last look on the runway. I will say I 
Again, maybe this is just me not being in the same loop or circle where it's like you would have to tell me that is Chris Jenner mm-hmm. to actually understand and get that. Because like I can see it after, but guess I didn't get that. Overall, though, I think there's a lot of good variety and there's a lot of good. Uh, there's a lot of looks. I think it all works. And then other than that, I didn't really have too much. She wasn't one of the few that like really stood out to me. I don't have a lot of very good memorable things. I think she did okay in the challenge. I mean, other than that, I just felt like it was a very safe all around performance. Okay. I think that her looks are good. <gasps> well, let me just break them down. Her first entrance look, it's like you said, classic Mrs. Kasha Davis, housewife, cutesy. We love her. Famous then, I loved. I loved the feathers. I loved the headpiece. I feel like she stepped out of her comfort zone a little bit for that one. I feel like we don't see her in glitz and glam very much, so I enjoyed it. Her... Famous now look, I do not like. (gasps) It just looks like a poncho. (laughs) I don't know. I just think like those polka dots. Like when has Kris Jenner ever worn that? It's definitely not giving Kris Jenner. No. Like this is giving like, oh, I have this stunning look in my closet, but it kind of gives Kris Jenner so I can just wear it. Right. I mean the hair. Yeah, whatever. But like. It's way more Liza than Yes, I agree. It almost goes as far as cosmic bowling carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But I mean, hey, I mean, I guess it's not a dress. Like, you know, the like, same cut of dress. And then her final look, um, the dress, I don't love it. I don't love the, like, that material. It looks kind of cheap. But her wig, I loved. I loved that. The kind helmet. Of, yeah, that was, that was really cool. Um, and then her verse in the song was okay it wasn't a standout to me it was a safe performance which is what she got from the judges okay final thoughts on mrs kasha davis i'm excited to see her back i like her personality a lot i think it's an open case for me just because of her fashion i just feel like i don't know that she can keep up with the other queens. I feel like even like Darian is going to be able to keep up a little bit better than she is. Oh. Yeah. So she has just kind of this iconic like signature look, I guess, that goes along with her name. Very like, yeah, 1950s housewife, but okay. like make it camp. Yeah. Okay. This which, is how I feel about that, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I gotta say, I was very, very happy to see her back because mm-hmm. I loved her. People have been wanting her back for ages. Yeah. So it's it feels like it's time. Yeah. I'm going to give her a close case. I... Don't love her entrance look, but it's fine. I think that the Kris Jenner look is not giving Kris Jenner, but I loved the look. The way that, like, the jewels hit the light, it was, like, mesmerizing. And I loved her last look. And I thought she was really fun in the challenge when she just finished it going, brunch. (laughs) Like, I thought it was really good. She mentioned how she loves reading to children, doing the Drag Queen Story Hour, which is, like, very prevalent to be discussing Mm -hmm. right now. So... I think that Kasha had a great premiere episode. I think that, well, I don't want to get into episode two, but I have so many thoughts about her in episode two that I will be talking with another guest about. Um, so I, I just love her. I'm so excited to see her closed case. All right. Next up. Last up. Oh, really? Yeah. Nasha Lopez. Eliminasha Lopez. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. This was a very big surprise seeing her walk in. To the, the workroom. In a prison outfit. I didn't like it. <gasps> I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. No. A lot of people don't like this look, so you're not wrong. You're not like... Next to her name, I wrote a little question mark. I wasn't sure how to feel about it. I feel like you got eliminated twice from your season. You're coming into the workroom again. Come in something like 
show-stopping. I don't know. I I know that she has better looks than that in her closet. Come in that. I think that all of these looks, I wanted more from her. Yes. Like, the prison is, is fine. I think that's my favorite of the four. But the Coco Chanel suit, the coat is too long. And I feel like her wig was not right. There was something about it that I wish was different. And I uh, don't yeah. know what it is. I said is. the same thing when I watched this with Matthew. Yeah. Same. But it's just, I don't know. It just wasn't cut the way I would have done it. What did you guys get from her famous now look? Like, when you saw that, who do you think she was referencing? I, I was like, I don't get it. I was like, oh, it's J Lo. Obviously, it's J Lo. And she's like, it's Don- Donatella Versace. I was like, uh, I guess so. It's just nothing. It's just like. And then her last look, it's oh, a, my it's a sky blue velvet bodysuit. If this had like a very stunning chiffon train, maybe it wraps around the front as well. Like th- then, yes, I'm totally down. But it's just not enough. No. She was another one where during the challenge, it looked like she was just a tiny bit lost. Or just like one step behind. I will say, I did not notice her. I forgot she was there until her verse. Uh And then I was like, oh, you did really good with the verse. And then she immediately disappeared again. Yeah. I am happy to see her back. It was a surprise to see her back, but I'm happy to see her back. Did not love the famous then look. Did not love the famous forever look. The famous now it looks fine. I don't think it was giving what she was thinking it was giving. Correct. For me, this is a cold case. <gasps> it's on the verge of open, but just given her history, like you gotta come back swinging. And I feel like she came back like putting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. I think I'm gonna give her a cold case, unfortunately. She's hot out of drag. That's the thing. But I mean, when you come to All Stars, like, Everybody looks good, mm-hmm. but that's why, like, your looks then need to be incredible, show-stopping, never been seen before. And, it, like, as a Miss Continental, you were, like, I think she's expected to have really good looks. Yeah. Wasn't the biggest fan of all the looks. I think they're all fine. Uh, none of them really stood out to me. It's like, all right, you are definitely, like, the best of what I've seen today. I didn't really get any of that from that. And then as far as the challenge goes, I do completely agree that she did just kind of like fade around in the background. I don't know if it was just where the cameras were cutting to or or just how everything was blocked up. She was on the glam rock team or the disco yes, team? Yes, the she was on the rock. glam rock team. All right, that's what I thought. Because that team just in general just seemed very much on top of each other. And there was a lot of tight choreography together, mm-hmm. which kind of just made everybody kind of like cover each other up a little bit. and Blend nobody, in together. Yeah, nobody yeah. really got those like shining solo moments. And yeah. I feel like she was like a big like casualty of that. Yeah. So it really kind of took away from her standout potential. So I'd have to give it a cold case. Yeah, unfortunate. I have hope, but not a lot. Do you, want, do you want a spoiler for this episode, too? Yeah, does she go home? Yeah, she goes home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have our winner of the challenge, Kahana Montrese, which I, th- I think we all agreed with. Yeah, yeah. And our bottom two of Darian Lake and Monica Beverly Hills. Do we agree or is it rigged? I agree. I think you could have put other people in Darian's spot, but not so much to the fact where it was like Darian did way better mm, than another yeah. person that should have been in the bottom. So fully agree. I agree. I think you're right. It's all very, I do agree. I think it was all consistently. Nobody did like leaks and bounce worse than the other. It's all just very nitpicky if you mm-hmm. want to get into it, but yeah, no, I agree. Our lip sync assassin 
is Aja LaBeja. Uh, icon. Most rigged queen of all time on this show. Yeah. They lip sync her and Kahana to Freakum Dress by Beyonce. And I thought this was very close. Brendan, give us your thoughts on this lip sync. All right. I definitely feel like both girls went with a different style of it, which was very nice because you could definitely see like the contrast of, oh, she's doing this, she's doing this. Kahana definitely went with a more like, we're listening to Beyonce. I'm going to give you like, this is my Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was pretty easy to see. And I thought she did a very good job at that. And then Aja was definitely like spinning all over the place, doing the wild and crazy, the splits, the, the drops. It looked like she was having a lot of fun with everything she was doing and it came across clean. Mm -hmm. It wasn't messy or anything like that. So it was very close and it just gets hard to judge because it's two different styles. It's just kind of personal preference at which mm -hmm. one you liked more. Yeah. And you had thoughts to add when I was saying that during the episode. So why don't we... Yeah, bitch. Wait, I had thoughts. Well, first off, I am... I was super happy to see Aja. She's one of my favorite queens, I would say. Probably top 10. That has been on the show. And I just like her energy and her personality. Um, I did know during the... During the lip sync, she was doing a lot more moves, the splits, the dips, the drops, whatever. And Rue loves those. Rue is a sucker for somebody that will jump up into the splits. So I did kind of feel like she was going to win. But I loved Kahana's lip sync as well. Like I think that she did a really, really good job. She really embodied Beyonce. I loved that lip sync. That was a great lip sync song. That was a, so good. It was just perfect. It was a really good way to start out the season. Yeah. If this was like episode two, three, four, that would have been a double win for yeah. sure. Because like it was very, very close. I get why Aja won. If Kahana won, I wouldn't have been mad either. No, yeah. I don't think that you could have gone wrong. Yeah. And we lose, unfortunately, Monica Beverly Hills. Who, for you guys, was your standout of this episode? Who were you like, I want to watch this queen through the entire season? I mean, really, Kahana. I'm really... I was blown away because I have not really kept up with her like what she's doing in Vegas or anything I was blown away by her looks I was blown away by her performance I'm really really excited to see how she's evolved since her season and to see how it kind of lines up against the other queens I would have to go it's pretty close it's between Heidi and Jimbo mm. I feel like both mm -hmm. had very solid like performances coming out right off the drop and just consistently good all the way through and I feel like they both just bring something different that can add a lot of spice to really bounce off the other queens with. So I feel like either one would really bring a lot to the table and get a lot out of the other contestants. So mm -hmm. I feel like they'd be fun to just mesh in that group setting. Yeah, I, I agree with all three of yours. And to the list, I'll add Jessica Wilde because Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 13 years later, she still got it. Mm -hmm. And I want to see it. Final thoughts on this episode. Brendan, your first full episode of Drag Race. Honestly, I did not... I kind of knew a little bit what to expect with like the little bits and pieces here. But overall, I liked it more than I thought I would. All right. And I think you would like the second episode even better because it's all comedy. It's a comedy challenge. And that's like, I feel like what you kind of... But overall, I was just surprised. And I guess in a good way. Mm-hmm. Abby, as a fan of Drag Race, who kind of fell off a little bit recently. Thoughts? It was pretty average. Oh. I mean, agreed. Yeah. This yeah is... I mean, it was pretty standard episode two was like 10 billion times better yeah so. i mean really all first i feel like the premiere of every single season is the same feeling it's just like it's the same format it's the same whatever like they're not really giving it their all yet i feel like because they're still warming up to each other and to just being back on the set the second that 
I turned it on and I started hearing all the music and stuff. It, it just brings you back. It's great. I, I love the show. So the real question is, are you going to keep watching it? I will try. That's a no. <laughs> I, I will try. I think, you know what, my boyfriend has to catch up still. I think we're on All Stars 2. I don't think he's watched season 8 yet. So Okay. So we, maybe we'll finish that. And then I'll restart my journey back. It's a slippery slope. It is. Once you watch one episode, it, is. it, it really gets you hooked. It is. Yeah, no, I think this was a really good episode. I'm really excited about this cast. Episode 2 got me even more excited mm-hmm. moving forward. So I'm excited to do another podcast episode for that. Uh, I think I'm doing it tomorrow night. So there won't be, you know, these drag race super fans like we have here today as our guests, <laughs> but you know, whatever. I think that's all we have to talk about for this episode. Thank you guys for, for being here, for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be back. I wanted to do something fun for like the premiere and I was like, why don't I just have my friends on? <laughs> that was, it was really fun. Yeah, I had a good time. Feels good to be back around the mic with you. Yes. Oh my gosh, our podcast. Yeah. Do I tell people what it was check out roasting 20 check out <laughs> not the beep uh, but yeah no i am i'm very excited to do another season of the rigged recap yeah check out uh the drag detective on youtube yeah if you've ever heard of it it's this thing called the drag detective <laughs> and he does these videos like and subscribe <laughs> don't forget to leave a comment if there's ever a sponsor click that fucking link click uh, the little bell to get you notifications? Well, specifically for Spotify or for um, podcasts, it's give us a rating. That's the only thing that matters for oh, the, the podcast. Okay. So if you want to give us a rating, uh, as long as it's not a one star, then please don't <laughs> give us a rating. But other than that, I think that's all we have to discuss. I am going to literally be doing another episode tomorrow. So I'll see you guys very soon. Two episodes of the pod this week. And remember, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. Now let the music did, play. Did I still say that? Yeah. I didn't hear it. To, to, to. To the moon. To the moon. <laughs> Video versions of this podcast are available at my Patreon at patreon.com slash thedragdetective. 